Welcome everyone to the second part of the podcast. Uh, this podcast was about how can the church build its legacy by keeping and recording their publications. So in the previous podcast part one, I covered three items which is the church's monthly newsletter production and planning and execution. The second part was the ministry's monthly sermon book and how you go about creating it. And now the third part, which obviously is more important, would be the church's journal. Now, this is part two of the how the churches can create a legacy to archive their teachings through publications. Now, the third item is the church's journal. It is a quarterly publication which serves the purpose of capturing weekly and monthly summaries of church activities. And the emphasis, obviously, in this podcast is to differentiate fly-by-night churches from genuine churches. Genuine churches are churches that are seriously in the business of empowering communities with theology and the word of God. The difference between the journal, however, and the newsletter is that the newsletter is a weekly update of what the church is planning to do in the future on a weekly and monthly basis. And then upcoming events and activities of the church. Whereas the journal captures what has already happened in the church and is recorded as a milestone on progress attained and it measures challenges that need to be addressed and attended to by those in the structures of the church's execution rooster. The journal should be produced quarterly because it is part of the communication system that gives meaning to all of the other top two, that is the newsletter and the sermon book. So the formation, oh sorry, in in concluding about this, that church uh, journal, it should be done consistently as part of the ritual for production and communication of information to the church by the communications department and personnel. Now, the next item is item number four, formation of the church choir. Uh, this one is very, it's debatable. In my early days as a young man, I know I belonged to to my church's church choir and it meant a lot to me as a believer and follower of religion or theology at that time. Things have changed. I now worship all churches of the world after I have discovered that they all serve the same purpose. They all preach and talk about the same principle and intelligence of the universe differently. This is because the world is God's perfect school where everyone is in a different standard and class attending the assignments of life, learning a particular lesson or subject. So, these religions or teachings and doctrines are subjects and the courses which are assigned to different students of life, that is humanity or human beings on, on earth in order to graduate to another school or university in the 
in the next dimension of life. If we pass with good grades to the next world after death, that is the hereafter, so to speak, perhaps we become better citizens of the universe. As a result, all books of knowledge in theology, whether it is the Bible, the Quran, the Gita, the Torah, they are entirely related to their sister teachings. Uh, these are book, holy books and songs of hope and poetry of love to remind us how great and mysterious the Creator is. Therefore, they are worthy of our praise to belong to a church choir if this needs be. Although it might not be compulsory, but perhaps it could, you could build a legacy by forming one. Archiving these songs of praise and music score is the only treasure we can cherish. Copies of this music scores and songs can be used to teach our young generation music of praise and how the message was inspired by God by these writers and composers during their struggle with their faith to fuel our souls with hope and to be steadfast on the path to spiritual liberation. So we can have this music preserved as sheet music or CD copies uh, as a choir may sing them in the during the sermons or stream them as podcasts and this could be ideal for the church to, to earn money through music streaming platforms. This can be shared with a congregation on their cell phones to be in to be informed to us by the music education department of the church. This is how the church should build its legacy when traveling towards the future to capture and reference the essence of our timeline. Because if you don't do that, someone else is going to capture your church and, and document it and then present it in your name and end the, the copyrights for your church if that is the case. Just like apartheid or the invasion of uh, colonization of Africa by, by whoever colonized Africa. So our youth should actually belong to the church choir. And this choir should have a choir master whose passion and love for the music is contagious to the members of the choir. This will bring about a positive impact on the church's vibe and library when a catalog of new songs is compiled. If the church fails to engage their youth in this program, the youth is going to become followers and customers of the under underworld. Drug cartels and institutions of prostitution are going to become colleges of crime and recruiters of this vulnerable generation. So we need to do something now and quick to integrate the church programs to our, uh, inner, into our gospel, whether it is Christ, before it is too late, and we don't regret having left it too, too long. And then there is also another important element that the church must have, which is called the church's yearbook which is a list of the church library. In the list of the church's library, it should be the, compila the compilation and production of the church's yearbook, which is produced and printed every year, once a year by the church. This yearbook should be planned a year in advance, yet the content is created and compiled on a monthly or weekly basis and communicated to the congregation and the community consistently 
to be released towards the beginning of the following year. The Church's Education and Communication Department is a central hub whose responsibility is to sort out, deliberate and to extract from the Church important information to create this yearbook. The yearbook will be a kaleidoscope of memoirs that comprise and include pictures, key people in the Church, their roles and responsibilities, members of the congregation, the hierarchy of who's who in the church choir and uh, who and children's photo collage, the church's milestones and achievements. A history will mostly be captured in this yearbook. Ceremonies are included, events and every other little activity which represents the church's input in the development and engagement with the congregation or the community. And the community can also be invited to serve. It is almost a colorful and a spectacular item of the library. It will be a literature asset that will be seen, read and owned by the library where generations of church members will forever know and appreciate how their lives were enriched and were affected by belonging to, to that church. And that the other important aspect of having this is that the, the church yearbook can be used to raise to raise uh, funds for the church for the printing of the sermon for the printing because you can sell it to the members of the congregation because they are there in the pictures they will appreciate remembering becoming part of a, of a progressive spiritual organization in most cases the yearbook is sold to members of the congregation for a fee to raise uh, church funds or for a specific cause. The yearbook, in essence, reminds everyone of the past achievements and challenges life has been in our travels as seekers of truth. It can be compiled as a collective contribution by the church and its people. There's, there could be the printed version and the online version. Get the congregation involved and let someone spearhead and take responsibility for this as a project. And Believer's Chat Room, which is the talk book radio uh, blog, can show you how this can be achieved. You will be proud after 12 months what your people are capable of contributing. If you are a church leader, a pastor, demon, or a, a, a leader of a church, uh, give them the opportunity to improve communication efforts, to mark and to tick church goals in any period in the printing of the church's yearbook. This is basically how you can get involved in developing your church and educating the, the youth, including members. Going forward, the fifth item, if I'm not mistaken, is the audio library and the music scores. The music library of the church should take responsibility for the management of the music, the audio, and the production of the church's CD or recording of the scriptures, etc. It is part of of the media a production menu to create to record to maintain and to archive everything related to the audio issue issues of the church the sound system and the hardware material of the church as well as the sermons is priceless. Nothing should be left to chance. Archiving the audio earlier on or early on in the life 
on the history of the church is vital in capturing original material that will transform and give direction to the future the church wants to see manifest in the archives. The next item would be the video library archive. The same principle should apply to the establishment or management of the video library as it is done by the music production department of the church. The responsibility of the management of the video production of the church recordings of both scriptures and music should be synchronized and undertaken alike by the church uh, music department. Uh, last but not least, the social media and website presence. This is where the difference between fly by night and real genuine churches come, comes into play. Any church, whether this is a formal church or a fly by night church, a fly by night church will never have a website or social presence. It doesn't have any social presence in the first place or a communication platform except maybe a WhatsApp group. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about trying to establish a serious church from uh, churches that are robbing people. So a social media and website presence. When I talk about social media, I'm talking about either Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and perhaps a website, a www, a website that exists and that website would be would be able to archive and record everything about the church. Social media is one of the most pressing elements that should not be left out in the equation of all these items mentioned above because that's where people uh, meet and comment and absorb a lot of information. Whether that information is good or bad, the rest lies in the responsibility of the church how they manage that information. The reason is quite simple. The church should have their own ear on the ground with what our children or our youth are doing on social media, front pages. Are we on the same page with their agenda or we just we are lame ducks sitting in the dark unaware of the mischief they cause? Just because we've assumed lack of participation on their platform, this social platform, to monitor our young generation it should not uh, make us underplay our intrinsic role as watchdogs to pass the buck to someone else to take our responsibility for their misconduct. No, it shouldn't be the case. Adults should draw the line and know where these conversations are coming from and going in relation to the gospel and our ministry of the word. We need to rope them in and not ignore them to be hijacked by criminals on, the, on these platforms. The role of the church is to be the guardian of light in establishing a rapport with key centers of power that influences their future to deter them from attempting to, be, to misbehave. We become uh, the means to bridge the gap between the parents and the children. Otherwise, if we leave it to social media, chances are they will become uh, our future drug dealers as well as uh, pro prostitution, uh, leaders of prostitution institutions so in conclusion that in a nutshell this is how I view the plan and, and visualize how every church should go about setting their library and strategy to empower followers and members of the church 
If the church wants to survive the new millennium challenges or to meet the needs of the people on the ground, its messages and teachings should be consistent and fed consistently to serve, to impress, to empower, to execute or to to renew people's uh, purpose with a new vision that will transform our communities to see the church the church that the church can grow beyond its current state the church must evolve with times it cannot stagnate and remain the same as 20 years ago because people are changing and people are looking for new ways to find to find uh, knowledge and to empower themselves with theological teachings he must have church strategy and implementation document must be put in place in the first place you cannot start the the worst name, the production and the communication without a proper documentation. Although these initiatives don't come cheap uh, or laboriously, it is worth the effort. So is the grace, the grace of God. He will help us tackle what we can, what can become an impossible task if we apply our minds and commit ourselves to a goal. The higher intelligence of God will ensure. He works his plans through us with us when we become receptive channels of positive communication to honor our call of duty whereupon rest an individual responsibility. And Believer's Church Room, talk book, radio, blog spot can assist every church uh, on a Bosberad workshop training center to initiate your church strategy and implementation uh, document. The best alternative is to attend a complete two-day training workshop with your church members or key personnel. The, the, this is where I will show you how the strategy and the document is put together to execute, to execute those goals and the vision moving forward. But when it comes to putting together the, and archiving information, it is very easy. The committee and members of the church can be able to drive that at a very, very low cost because everything can be driven using tablets or phone call, but what do you call it? cell phones, smartphones, and so on. All our resources are, are there for us to help churches grow beyond the four walls of their buildings. This is part two, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Please, if this is the case, uh, share, support, follow. Uh, for more so that we can create more of this podcast to empower communities around the world and people with knowledge so that we we become better communities and live this world a better place than we found it god bless you cheers <laughs>